Supervision Podcast. This is Chad. And I'm Zach. And we are ready to party. We are grateful that you clicked on another episode of Seriously. Supervision. Uh, after our intro bio, we uh, are ready to talk a little bit more about goals and some stories and some vision stuff and how to get back on track when you're off. And 2020 is kicking you in the butt. Yes. At least me personally. It's All of me. us have had a little bit of a unique year to say the least i'd say so um but yeah i think kind of the goal with this podcast 2020 is kicking you in the butt the truth of the matter is there's always going to be things that get you off track keep you from reaching your goals and we're going to talk today about pushing through and how to get what's yours and make your life the way that you want it get back on track get back on track if you're off and we're always a little bit off Right. I think that's one thing that makes it important to always go back, revisit your goals, what you've written down, whatever, however you write it down or whatever, going back, revisiting, maybe fine tuning, reevaluating almost what you're doing on a daily basis, keep you on track. Yep. I think that's maybe the number one thing that with goals and vision is just like watching it every single day, each day, day in, day out, keeping it in front of your mind leads you to weeks then months then years of growth and success so let's talk about this there's a um when i very 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 first started getting into personal development and doing um incantations affirmations reading things aloud um daily to um help with my mindset um i um well, at our company that we work for, this they chant. <laughs> it sounds so culty. It sounds culty, and it actually kind of is, but also very effective. So it's called the self-confidence formula, and it's taken from Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, which is a highly recommended book for anybody out there that just kind of talks about how truly in order to grow rich, all you have to do is think and put pieces together you don't have to have anything to start. Um, and it's a really great book. It's an older book. It might change the way that you think about success and building wealth. So it's a pretty quick listen on Audible, actually. High recommend. High recommend. But anyway, in the self confidence formula, which um, for several years in a row I read aloud every single day, um, and I still know it and think about it, I don't chant it as much as I probably should. But uh, a direct quote from it is, I realize the dominating thoughts of my mind will eventually reproduce themselves in outward physical action and gradually transform themselves into physical reality. So the thing that I like about that is that, you know, the dominating thoughts that are in your mind eventually turn into action and action turns into reality. So just, you know, 2020s kicking your butt right now. Um, if that's all you're thinking about, you'll continue to be down and out as with any obstacle that we face. If that's the forefront of our focus is our obstacle. That's what we're going to hit. That's what we're going to, um, run into anyway. 
as far as our podcast goes and kind of my message that I'm constantly preaching, I feel like, is that having supervision, having a vision beyond um, obstacles is to be up above and to going after your goals and not letting the things that get in your way stop you. What are your thoughts on that, Zach? Zachy? <laughs> no, I agree. I think that's um, that's been a big thing, I think, as of, I mean, like, this week even, you know what I mean? Like with the last few days even mm-hmm. um, is something that I've really realized or like kind of just, I've, I've known it, but getting back into that habit of thought, that train of thought for whatever reason um, that kind of left me. One of our good friends, Senior David Parker. Oh yes. Yeah. So Bobby. I was talking with him the other day because um, I was just looking back and I was, my business isn't where I want it to be. It's not mm-hmm. where it needs to be in order to hit the goals that I've, I've set, you know, mm-hmm. set lofty goals, obviously. And then it's not even close to where it needs to be for me to hit that. Um, so I was just kind of like thinking out loud with Dave the other day in his office about like what's changed and what's, what I need to focus on and shift and tweak and whatever. And as dumb as it is, I think I figured out that, uh, it's been like just getting out of bed before seven, eight thirty. you know what I mean? Like whenever I get up, Whenever mm-hmm. my my toddler decides to wake up, because mm-hmm. I was pretty consistent for the a couple of years about getting up around five five yeah, thirty five thirty or six you know five thirty six o'clock at least yeah and going to the gym or going for a run or you know something like that because I've had um, things to train for and that's just what's kept me on pace there is what I do is if I have something that I know is coming and especially if I've had to pay into it, like, mm-hmm. so 2020 I had signed up for two triathlons. That's right. As just like a, you know, yeah. And Spartan as just an extra little bonus. Yeah. Spartan race. <laughs> I think I had four of those scheduled this year and, right. and two triathlons two Olympic lengths. And so, you know, didn't own a bike. That was the <laughs> other funny thing. <laughs> signed up for two triathlons, spent like $500 doing it. And I didn't own a bike. So, you know, God bless details. <laughs> we'll so, get we'll get a bike if we need it. Eventually. I think once you know quarantine hit and whatever, everything started to shut down. Like the gyms are closed, and then Spartan canceled everything, and then both of my triathlons got canceled within a couple of weeks of each other. And that I think just subconsciously even just made me like, well, okay, like. I'll just, I got nothing to to wake up for kind of thing. Like, why am I torturing myself getting out of bed at five 30 when I could just sit here and sleep until eight, eight 30. What I think is interesting about that, like specific example is that you're only talking about some of your like health and physical goals, like Mm -hmm. things that, you know, were driving you to wake up early and going to the gym and doing these runs and, and things like that. But, um, the end result was obviously not doing those races because they were canceled. But more than that, you feel like you're off on your business stuff and your other goals simply because, you know, you kind of lost your schedule. Yeah. One thing I've noticed or maybe kind of correlated, it's like if I'm undisciplined in one major aspect of my life like that, Mm -hmm. even slightly, you know, obviously with, with my wife working, um, graveyards, Mm -hmm as a nurse, whatever, like there's some mornings I just, I can't obviously just like leave my kid at home. I can't just like, Hey Hadley, hope sure. you're fine. I'll be back in a couple hours. Like <laughs> strap her on the back of the bike. Just put a piece of plywood over her crib. Oh, wait, there's no like, bike. I forgot. 
I have one. I bought one. <laughs> oh, good. I've ridden it a small handful of times. Uh, <laughs> but if if I'm undisciplined in something that's that um, important and that major, I mean, one of my that's one like written down one of my goals this year on my. I even have it as a to-do list less than goals because I, f- mm-hmm. I figure if it's a to-do list, maybe I'm more, uh, I have to get it done. I don't know. Sure. Weird yeah. thought process maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, if As I'm long un- as it's in front of you. Yeah, exactly. So as long as I'm, I'm undisciplined there and it just trickles down. Yeah. I'm, un- I'm more mm-hmm. lax about uh, my diet, what I eat. It's totally like that for me on, on health stuff. Mm-hmm. If I'm not going to the gym, I eat twice as bad. <laughs> it's like I'm doubling down on like type two diabetes. <laughs> like, dad it's it's like if I'm going to the gym, I'm like making sensible eating choices. And right. like hand in hand I'm having a good, you know, good mid thirties like <laughs> adult body. But <laughs> but if I'm not going to the gym, I'm eating everything in sight. Yes. So. But I mean even that so that's a good maybe a good example. But also I've noticed it trickle into just my daily habits at work. Sure. I mean, I was very particular about my mornings coming in, being in my office between eight to nine o'clock, mm-hmm. usually at the latest. And immediately, as soon as I get in my office, I'm pulling up my task list for the day and, you know, doing my daily things I have to do and to help build my business day in and day out. And I've noticed that I, in I mean, over the course of, we'll say three months, even, I think that's probably as long as I've been a lot more off and relaxed about it in those three months i just haven't been doing that as religiously or as as Mm -hmm. committed to it as i should i guess i don't know as focused in on it especially so when i'm doing it even then it's like you know yeah get halfway through what i've got to do and like well it's 11 30 i'm gonna take a lunch and then next thing you know it's like 1 (laughs) 30 and i haven't done anything (laughs) we've all been there um I definitely, I mean, in our business, we're in real estate. I mean, we definitely see kind of a three month cycle of, of business. So it's like the people we talk to today tend to turn into transactions and contracts and deals closed mm-hmm. within about three months or so. And one thing that I've noticed is I have like a really big September stacked up. Like I have like 10 closings this month, Jeez. coming month, which is a lot. And um, I mean, it's a lot for me. It's like, it's you know, a lot. It's Shut whatever. Up. It's like, a lot. Shut up. There's people out there listening to this podcast. I'm sure doing more, but anyway, the um, Dave. the uh, <laughs> the interesting thing is that um, you know, in Utah, our quarantine, like our lockdown, kind of ended end of April, right? Yeah. And so it was like really May that we kind of started to go back to the office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously with social distancing and other measures in place and all those types of things, but like, you know, basically half of March, April and May, I'm sorry, half of March and April, we were kind of locked up and I kind of had a slow June, July, but as soon as May came back and I was back to my schedule, um, you know, I was able to kind of really get back into my routines Mm -hmm. and then obviously people locally here and my clientele are getting into their routines as well and kind of opening back up, but as soon as that kind of hit August and now September have been extremely, extremely busy Mm -hmm. and not just because not really having anything to do with me, I think, but more about like plugging back into known routines that work. And I think a lot of people are get bored, you know, they get bored with setting goals and having strict 
routines and daily schedules and they don't want to do them forever. And I feel that same way sometimes, but you know, getting back into the proven methods or the proven schedules that uh, give you results is like one of the highest level things that you can do. That's, that's also basic. It's like, it's so simple. It's so, it's so stupid how easy it sounds and how uncomplicated it is. But a given system with a known routine is really the biggest money maker there is. Right. But that's just it. So it's, I mean, this is like super recent. So, I mean, I think I was talking with Dave about that. It might've been last week. So like late last week. Yeah. So this week has been crazy, like on fire. Busy. Good. Like, I I don't know what the big thing was. It was like, I was a lot more strict about getting up and whatever. And, um, I mean, just trying to build my business and prospecting every day. I think mm-hmm. I've set at least two appointments a day. Nice. Like this whole, this whole week. And it was crazy. And then, so it's, I don't know if it's just because I looked back at my goals and went, holy cow. And my, my to-do list for this year and went, yeah, this is off. I gotta, I gotta hit that. Mm-hmm. And just remotivating yourself. Um, one book that was recommended to me. I don't know if you've read this one or not. It's called pound the stone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, that one in particular, Metcalf, something like that. Joshua Metcalf, yeah. another mm-hmm. super easy read. If I can get through it, anyone can. For crying out loud, yeah, it's a good one. Pick um, that one up. And that just talks about set these lofty goals, have these numbers that you want to hit. If it's in sales or you know, however that applies to your life, have these goals, but really worry more about your day in and day out daily routines, your daily tasks, mm-hmm. making sure you're as, as disciplined and perfect on your daily routine as possible and doing the things that you have to do day in and day out. And with that and not worrying about those bigger goals kind of thing, they'll, you, you'll see that you'll blow past them. They'll hit yeah. no matter, pretty easily. Yeah. And I think the other cool message from that book is that that what you just said is perfect. That's the strategy. That's how you have to act. Mm-hmm. But the fine the fine-tuned part of it is finding joy and yes. enjoyment and and fulfillment in the daily stuff too. So it's like learn to love getting up at 6:30 or 5:30 or whatever time it is right. and and enjoy every day that you get to have time working on your body or going to the gym or meditating or you know whatever your schedule looks like um you know, it's got to be kind of ready to, you know, drive you towards your lofty goals, but it also has to be something that you enjoy and that you love. Right. So don't get burnt out and hate yeah. it. And, and you have up. to, and you have to learn to love it because it, you're going to hate some of it. Like we all hate mm-hmm. some of it, but, um, What's that saying get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yep. So maybe mm-hmm. that's part of it. And your big, your big thing, embrace the suck, embrace right? Embrace the suck. That's a big, <laughs> that's big a army, army quote, military term. That's mm-hmm. where I got that from. It's really, yeah. it's true. It's, it's true. all you can do. It's all you can do sometimes. And I like the idea of embracing it though, because it's kind of like, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> Make the best so of it. Learn to Get love it. Done. it. <laughs> Get exactly. a big bear hug, right? Um, but yeah, I think like the big piece of this that I think applies to everybody is that, you know, all of us, no matter what line of work we're in, no matter what our family or lifestyle or goals look like, or even people that 
that don't have defined goals. I mean, even mm-hmm. people that like are just not even, they're just surviving at this point, you know? Um, the, the mindset or the way of thinking that we're talking about is like the way that you think turns into the way that you act and what, how you act turns into what your life becomes. Um, I think it can be a kind of a message of hope also. Like, I think it's like like even people in a dead end job or who feel passed up at work or who are, you know, feel stuck in their relationships. So those types of things, it's like realizing or having that light switch turn on of like, you know what, like I'm getting the same results that I've always got. So I've got to change, you know, what I'm going to, how I'm going to approach it. I think this message is something we all need to hear. I just, I really like this mentality. I think it's one that comes across pretty often. Yeah. I feel like in a lot of, if you're reading a lot of, of books or listening to podcasts or, I mean, heck, you can find a lot of this stuff on on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's always easy. I have that playing in the background a lot of the time. But that's why it's so important. I, I would say, I would challenge everyone that is maybe listening that hasn't even set goals this year. Or maybe maybe you did, it, you know, because that's, you know, the thing you do, right? That's the... Yeah. The, the I don't know what I'm trying to say. The, a resolution. like Yeah, your resolution. Like, yeah. that's the... On the, January do do? January first, before we knew that what COVID was going to do to 2020, like Michael Scott, he wanted to floss <laughs> that year. He flossed once. There was blood everywhere, and he had it done. He was done by what? He say 12:05. He was done. <laughs> Such a good line. But that's just it. I think I think if you haven't done that, or you did, and maybe you failed it, or you think, or you or said you failed not. it, is realizing how off on it you were in the middle of January or February, whenever that was, maybe go back, revisit it, either figure out how you get back on track for that goal, whether it's weight loss or making a certain amount of money that year or Mm -hmm. starting a certain business that year, like whatever it is, go back, figure out what you got to do in order to achieve that goal or set a new one. Mm -hmm. Like we've got plenty of time left. There's nothing special about January 1st. Nope. August 30th is just as good of a day as any to start a new goal, start a new habit, take action. I think that's just it. That's the, that's the biggest thing about this, this episode, Mm -hmm. figure it out, take action, get it done. Yeah. I, um, I wanted to talk for a minute just about, um, uh, just about how important it is for me personally to be constantly, I don't know, I guess just constantly thinking about how what I'm doing today is going to affect the rest of my week, the rest of my month, the rest of my year, right? It's like what happens in the 18 hours a day that I'm awake really is what's going to be shaping the next, you know, extended periods of time in my life. And so, you know, that's why I try to get exercise in every day. I try to eat well for the most part. Right. There's uh, literally a bag of peanut butter M&Ms on my desk. We're looking at them. We're looking at them. It's fine. We're fine. <laughs> it's fine. It fits the macros. It's late. It's almost 11 p.m. So <laughs> um, I can eat peanut butter M&Ms at this point. Um, but I'm just saying that when I have time to work, when I have time to be with my family, when I have time to work on my you know, physical goals, each of those pieces of the day turn into pieces of the week and the month and the year. And that's, I think, how our vision and how our goals really come true is like 
it's really the day in day out stuff. And so for me, even sometimes the weekend or just two or three days in a row when I'm off on things or I'm not working a lot or I'm not because I've got pretty like intense work goals that I try to hit. Like I can even kind of feel like, what am I doing with my life <laughs> when it's just like a Saturday or a Sunday when I'm just with my family and it's where I should be and what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because I'm kind of intense about what I want to accomplish, um, even just days like that sometimes make me feel like I'm slipping or I'm losing track of kind mm-hmm. of what's what's like imp- you have to do something for your business immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a it's not healthy. And I'm sorry to Amanda, my beautiful wife. It's called being a workaholic. I love you. Yeah, a little bit of an intense workaholic over here trying to build an empire. But nothing wrong with it, I think. You know, it's it's I've learned a lot about balance and about the equities of life. But um, ultimately, um, I've gotten to a point where each day I feel like I need to hit these certain standards for me that are just kind of a mental checklist. Like I got this physically thing done. I got this family thing done. I got this work thing done. My money's right. My spirituality's right. You know, and once I kind of check those seven equities off, even on a daily or weekly basis, I feel like, yeah, my life is headed towards the direction that I want it to go. I guess that's all I'm saying. Daily checklist, people. Get into it. I like it. So I think in closing, kind of wrap this up, I think the the meat and potatoes of this, kind of the message that we're trying to get across is if you feel off, if you feel like, you know, you're, if you're feeling that way, reassess your goals or set goals, figure that out, get it done and, and just take massive action and get it done. Yeah. I think, I think it's, for some reason, it's really easy to feel like you're alone right? It's always easy, really easy to feel like I got myself into this mess or I'm the only one that deals with this or like, or, you know, it's harder for me to get up than it is for other people to get up or whatever. But the truth of the matter is that 530 sucks sucks for whoever it is. And whenever I hear stories about Mark Wahlberg waking up at like 330 in the morning to get his, (laughs) he has a round of golf in before (laughs) most people wake up. It's bullshit. And Mark Wahlberg's not real. So what I'm trying to say is, um, you know, talk about it, open up, give yourself a little bit of grace as well, because honestly, everybody gets off on their goal. Everybody gets behind on their schedule and, you know, nobody's a total machine. We're all human and, um, it's okay to, you know, need a reset or to get an accountability partner or friend in place. I mean, I've got four people that text me every morning when they wake up, like different times, we do group texts and we have all these accountabilities and layers and people and Zach is going to start that really soon. Actually, well, there it turns is. out I, guess I just got voluntold. <laughs> you got voluntold that you're going to be one of these. Now I'm going to have five in the morning, but like my phone's popping off every morning. If I ever sleep in for a minute, I'll, I wake up to several text messages about not being awake. Right. Get so up, get to the gym. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that accountability, um, can really go a long way to help us when just the pressure of having somebody else kind of watching is enough to get me to go over the edge or go, you know, do the extra stuff, make the extra call, go one more, all those types of things. Like 
Um, that's how I solve a lot of those problems is by getting other people involved who are willing to help me. Awesome. Yeah, that accountability is good. <laughs> good vibrations, obviously. <laughs> said he's not real mark Wahlberg's not real but this song is real i love this song <laughs> i just if anybody knows mark Wahlberg, we just have him call in and uh we can chat with him a little bit more about his schedule not disrespecting it i just can't relate to it we'll wiggle in on one of those work calls yeah time periods looks like i'll make myself available for you Oh, darn. I will make myself available to talk with Mark Wahlberg. You know that I would probably like miss the call and forget, right? Yeah, you'd be late. 100%. That's <laughs> tell me an earlier time than he's actually going to call. I literally call. tell you to be places 15 minutes prior than when I actually need you to be there because I know you will be late. I'm that guy. I'll be late and then I won't be present while I'm there. So, But you know where I am present? On this podcast. Ayo. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here with me. Please like and share our podcast, Supervision. Please, 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 please. That'd if be awesome. You, if you know somebody who's struggling or who doesn't believe in goals or who is off on what they're trying to do, send them our way. We'd love to chat with you. This is my number one interest, actually. I like that. It is. Yeah. I love setting goals. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm super into it, but it kind of turns people off, I think. That's actually very true. Every time I walk into your office, it's something about like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Like, let's figure out your like, goals. Like, hey, are you good? So what are you focusing on right now? Yeah. <laughs> My small talk game needs to be. How's your mindset? <laughs> like, hey, they don't call me coach for nothing. Coach Chad. Um, I'm here for you. I love you. Think bigger. Do more. Check us out on Instagram. Ooh, our yeah. our handle, yeah, oh yeah, our handle is supervision podcast. Pretty simple. You can see shirtless pictures of Zach on there. Not a chance. <laughs> My wife doesn't even get those. It's a damn shame. I think I sent one to you more recently <laughs> than I've sent one to my wife. To be honest, <laughs> that is true, and that will be going on Instagram. <laughs> All right, everyone, we appreciate you. We love you. Thanks for coming. <laughs>